Welcome to Her Kit, Knowledge in Transformation Podcast. I'm your host, Amelia Lady B, where I teach you skills, tips, and effectiveness in leadership, career development, and wellness. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's your first time joining me here on this podcast, big ups to you. Welcome. I am so excited you're here. Um, If you are a returning guest, thank you for coming back and thank you for sending people my way. Um, I'm so excited for this health series. This is health series number two. For those of you who are new, I for every two episodes that I post, I do a health series. So I have regular podcast episodes and then my health series episodes, which is strictly on a a certain topic on health. And so this is health series number two. Ladies, let's get cracking. Okay, so this weekend... This weekend, a friend of mine wasn't feeling so well. Don't worry, guys. She's she's feeling a lot better. She um, is she wasn't diagnosed with anything, you know, detrimental or anything like that. But it kind of was a wake up call for her and kind of for me as well, because we don't know just how much stress plays a toll on the body. And um same here for myself Um, I'm taking high blood pressure medication I am 38 years old I never wanted to do so never but um, it just so happened a few months ago um, my blood pressure was really high and I went to the ER because I was a little worried my mother um, my mother did pass away at the age of 35 I was 15 years old in high school and um, of a heart attack. She passed away of a heart attack, a massive heart attack in her sleep. And so I've always been really self-conscious of eating properly, exercising and things like that. I had a hysterectomy in 2014. And um, if you don't know, menopause does or can um, increase your likelihood for you know heart disease um high blood pressure risk all that stuff including family history so you know all of that in one really makes your chances increase but just because you have a family history doesn't mean it has to happen to you so it all depends on how you treat your body and so I was sitting thinking this weekend and I was like you know I really have to take a hold of my health and I want to continue to raise awareness to women in general about our health because it's something we are not really seeing as a problem until it becomes a problem so um I want to talk about it because I don't want it to I don't want you to start thinking about it when it actually becomes a problem 
And even though maybe if you're dealing with something now, you may be on medications now, um, it's still not too late. It's actually really never too late to really grab a hold. Well, kind of can be too late if you're dead. But, you know, to not get to that point, you got to start somewhere. So the seven principles to a healthy you is first doctor's appointments. Go point blank. Go go to the doctor. There are people I know who are like uh, cringing at me even saying go to the doctor. I hate going to the doctor. I hate waiting in the waiting room. Every time I schedule an appointment, there's so many people there. I'm never seen on my the, my actual appointment. Blah, blah, blah. I don't like needles. I don't like this. I don't like that. But listen, it's either go to your doctor's appointment, get your checkup, or be in the hospital in the ER spending loads of money trying to get better. Go to your doctor's appointments. It is very important to go to your doctor's appointments, ladies, and be um, be transparent with your doctor. If they're asking you if there's pain, really be in tune with your body. Really start paying attention to your body. I'm not saying look out for problems. No. But when something comes up, don't overlook it. Because I know, you know, you may be like, um, you may feel pain in your chest and be like, oh, that's nothing. It might be gas. But if it continues to happen, maybe it's an issue, you need to schedule an appointment. Um, your blood pressure. It's really important for you to monitor your blood pressure. I'm not saying go crazy with it. I'm just saying monitor it. Um, a lot of uh, doctors will tell you, especially if you're having issues with blood pressure, They'll tell you to monitor it at least twice a day for a certain period of time just so you could um, just to see where you kind of are. So a lot of doctors, you know, they'll say you have to know your numbers, even nurses. They'll say you have to know your numbers. So when they say you have to know your numbers, it's knowing your weight, um, your height, your um your blood pressure I believe it's your I don't know if it's your cholesterol as well I'm not a physician guys but knowing your numbers those are basic numbers to know because they're really kind of detrimental to your health because your height and your weight all depends on um you should be at a certain blood pressure you should be at a certain weight for your height um so if you're over that weight limit for your height it's obesity according to just like the 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 healthcare healthcare system like so you could be obese and so you may need to lose a couple of pounds um you may not look obese but it may be something you just need to lose a couple of pounds so that you could um be in your weight category the second principle is taking your medication as directed by your doctor um also if you're on medication plans to come off your medication if that's possible and this is all under supervision of your doctor so um i'm on blood pressure medication as i said i'm not trying to be on blood pressure medication for the rest of my life so what does that mean i have to take control of my diet i have to take control of my health 
So my plan is by the next time I see my doctor, I'm going to be off of it. In fact, when I was on it, I went to the ER. Um, when I went to the ER, I got the medication, went to my primary care because you have to follow up. So I followed up with my primary care. And um, I was talking to her. Of course, she was like, you're kind of young for this. And, you know, I told her my family history, my, you know, with my mom. And she said, OK, she was like, so it is hereditary and so I told her I said I don't want to be on this for the rest of my life I actually want to be off this by the time I see you again and she's like go for it she was like I actually hope you are off of this by the time um you come to meet me I hope that your blood pressure will be regulated so what does that mean for me that's changing my eating habits that's exercising you know it's not saying that I'm going on a diet I'm not going on a diet if you Listen to any of my podcasts. I'm not really into the diet thing. I'm not a dieter. I don't even like the word diet. I'm changing my lifestyle. That's what it is. It's changing your lifestyle. I'm not saying I can't have certain things. I'm just going to say I'm going to minimize the amount of sugars that I plant that I want to that I'm going to eat. I'm going to minimize the amounts of, you know, maybe fried foods and things like that, if not cut it out, you know. So I'm going to change my lifestyle. So that's eating more baked food, maybe grilled or um, moving away from, you know, high cholesterol foods, exercising a lot more. That's finding something for me to do to to wean off of this medication. I'm not going to wean myself off per se to say I'm just taking myself off cold turkey no way again that's changing my eating habits and monitoring my blood pressure by the time I go see her again I should be able to come off because my blood pressure should be at a lower um, range than what it was prior so the third principle is self-care Self-care is so important if you haven't heard so yet. Everybody's talking about self-care. You see memes on Instagram, Facebook, or wherever, Twitter about self-care. Ladies, we have to do self-care. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to have me time. Yes, this is all true. We have to have me time. Okay? So, sometimes... That means, you know, stepping away from the world, stepping away from television, or maybe it is just staying in bed and watching television, but it's staying away from the things that causes us stress. And um, as I was talking to my friend this weekend, she was like, I don't know how to get away from stress. Like, I don't know how not to stress. Okay, and a lot of people say that and it's okay, but this is how you get rid of stress. So part of these are actually within my um, seven principles. So how you eliminate stress is to be mindful of you. So it's putting you first put you first point blank putting you first because that's what self-care is sometimes it requires you being selfish i know it's like uh what 
that word. But I'm not selfish. I care for everybody. It's okay to care for people. It's okay to do things for others. But when you put yourself on the back burner, ma'am, that's where the trouble comes in. That's where, you know, the frequent doctor's visits, emergency room visits, the medication comes in. You know, the anxiety, all of that comes in. So the number one thing about not stressing is being selfish, putting you first. So self-care, please practice self-care. So it can include um, exercise and it can include going to the spa, all that jazz. It can include um, self-care can actually include other people. It can include going out with friends, but going out with people that actually care about you. Not the toxic people, not the people who you call friend, but they're like not your friend. They're like your frenemy. Yeah, no, not that person. I'm talking your girlfriends, like the friend you call when if you do something wrong and you get locked up, that friend, that friend you call me say, girl, you need to bail me out of jail. That's the friend you need to call. Girl, I need you to pray for me. That's the girl you need to call. Girl. And when you say girl, she say I'm on my way. That's the friend you need to call. Those are the ones you need to call on your self-care days. Nine times out of ten, all y'all need a self-care day. So all y'all need to go to the spa, the beach, have dinner, whatever the case may be. But y'all, you know, do your self-care. Number four principle is diet um not necessarily back to not diet diet not meaning like do a diet um diet in your lifestyle um back to your lifestyle changing your lifestyle um the way you eat I did a episode I want to say it's the first health series episode where I talked about the different lifestyle changes there's a a few of them like the vegetarian pescatarian that those lifestyles so I would encourage you to actually go listen to that episode but um definitely changing your lifestyle your eating habits reducing the amount of sugars in your diet um Again, it's like just because you got medication, for instance, like high blood pressure medication or medication to regulate your sugar, anything like that, it doesn't give you a license to go out and eat whatever you want to eat. It just does not. It doesn't work that way. You can still have a heart attack. You can still have a stroke. You can still go into diabetic shock, coma, all of that. You can still that can still happen even on medication. Just letting you know if you didn't know now you know but um you have to change your you have to change your eating habits it's very 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 important number five principle is the fitness like I said um I want to really reiterate fitness because that is actually important to reducing stress as well fitness allows you to it gets your blood flowing um it gets you just I don't know 
when I go to exercise, I feel like I'm on top of the world after I finish. You could, of course, feel definitely exhausted. But it's like once you shower and you relax a little bit, you're like, man, I just did that. On your way home, you're like, man, I can go lift a car, but not really. You just feel so good. It's like your mind, the blood, it's because the blood is flowing and you can think more clear. You can, um, you'll start, you, you just start, you start thinking more clear. So you start, may start having more ideas about your business, um, ideas maybe about career. Um, you may start thinking more clearly for school, whatever it is that you're doing in your life. You just start to think more clearly because the blood is actually circulating it's not taking its time because you're just sitting around doing nothing and eating and stressing your blood is actually flowing and it's actually changing the um it's actually causing different neurons to go off into the brain which activates a lot of parts of the brain which actually um activates your mood as well because your mood is influenced by your brain activity that's why people say you have to change your mindset and you have to um be more positive and say more positive things and a lot of times it's hard for you to say more positive things because you're kind of depressed. You're depressed because you're not moving. Your blood is not circulating. So fitness is very, very important. Even therapists will tell their patients when they're depressed patients or the patients with mood disorders and things like that, they will actually tell them to go exercise, find something for them to do. Because it gets the blood flowing and it can decrease the number of days of depression. Bet you didn't know that. Now you know. <laughs> so uh, fitness. Listen, I get it. Everybody's not a gym person. Absolutely get it. Okay. I must say I'm like between. I'm, I like the gym but is it my only thing that I would do? No. I love, love, love to box. I mean, I don't know if that means I'm a violent person, but your girl loves to box. When I hit that punching bag, when I tell you the amount of release I get, what? Listen. Let me tell you, punching the punching bag is amazing. Even kicking the punching bag is amazing, like you're doing kickboxing. So, like, sign up for something just out of the ordinary that will just have you release all types of, you know, agitation, anxiety, anger, all of that stuff. Because, I mean, it's all pent up. We, de we deal with so much, so much on a daily basis between your personal self like within yourself then you have your home life you got school or you got work you probably got both you're dealing with stuff with your husband your kids um parents grandparents like whatever it is maybe you're a caregiver it doesn't matter you're dealing with so much and so you have so much pent up like 
agitation and anger inside of you that fitness is absolutely important you need to get that out rather than holding it in because when you hold it in all it's doing is deteriorating your body it's 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 hold it's like it's like when you're constipated i hate to give that you know but it's like you're constipated you're emotionally constipated you're just stuck and then you get in a mood and a funk. And what does that do? It causes you to go to the store and buy the biggest candy bar or eat the uh, get a large thing of popcorn or um, drinking gallons of soda. You're getting all the things that you're not supposed to. Oh, I need some comfort food. I need comfort food. Um, how about get a carrot, eat some celery, get an apple. But then that doesn't do it. And that doesn't do it because of all of your body is just conflicted. You are conflicted. You're just so constipated. So fitness is very important. Find something to do. I don't know. Join a, oh my gosh, join a dance class. Um, my next thing to do is I want to do a dance, uh, a heels class, like a dance heels class. Listen, okay. That is like that's something that I really want to do. So I want to do something like that. That's totally different. Like I said, boxing, kickboxing, um, Muay, Muay Thai. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but something that is energetic. If it's something that you want to do, if you're that type of person, if if you're that type of person, you can even go ride a bike. If you don't have if it's financial and you don't have the money to spend on any of those things like you know any of those classes then most definitely get if you have a bike if you have the ability to get a bike get a bike go for a bike ride go for a run or a walk that is even oh my gosh that's so much better because you're outside you're you find a very good like scenic area that has Maybe you can even go to the beach if there's like a boardwalk walk strip or something like that and you can um, walk. Definitely do that if you if that's available to you. Um, go to the park, um, something outdoors, something different and kind of mix it up a little bit because you don't always want to exercise inside. Maybe sometimes you want to exercise outside because that will give you that time as well just to, you know, breathe in fresh air as well. But really just incorporate fitness, get some rollerblades. Um, um, what else? What else can you do? But yeah, just find something that makes you feel good. That makes you feel good. Just something that really makes you feel good. And it's helping you to lose the weight as well and to get fit tight and right in all the right places you know um number six is setting boundaries this is something that i think i will talk about in every podcast episode setting boundaries setting boundaries is absolutely tootalutely importante okay it's very very important very very important 
it's important because um, when you set boundaries, you set the standard for how people will treat you and how they will view you will really treat you because people can view you any kind of way and it's like whatever I'm still setting these boundaries because they are going to help me so you set these boundaries for you for your own personal safety your own personal safety and what I mean by setting boundaries I mean by setting boundaries where like as simple something as simple as you don't accept phone calls after nine o'clock because after nine o'clock is your time for you you may have journaling you may um do some reading uh like a a book that you're trying to get through so a book um prayer time um reading your bible bible study time or maybe just time for you to start winding down your night watching a little bit of tv something like that but it's your you time so something as simple like I said as cutting off the time limits um another boundary is for those of us who support our families or who not say I won't say like a soul support you may not be like a soul support but you're a part of you assist them you get the you're the one who get the phone calls about may I borrow certain amount of money right and maybe you get it back maybe you don't you know the ones who gives back and you know the ones who don't right so it may be something as simple as setting that boundary so what does that boundary look like because people are like well how do I I don't know how to say no I don't know um I don't know what to do here's the thing we work hard for every dollar we make. We're the ones who are dealing with bosses. Um, if you are a full-time entrepreneur, you are the one who is podcasting. You are the one who is posting on social media. You are the one who is building courses. And really, you've, you're studying, putting yourself out there, learning your craft, doing all that stuff. Okay, you're the one who's going to school and working at the same time. You are the one. You're the only one possibly paying your bills. Um, maybe even if you're married, but you're you're dealing with you have your family to take care of. Okay, so you have your your family to take care of. If you are single, it still doesn't matter. You are building your finances for your future for your children uh for a life with your husband you are building for your future so what does setting those financial boundaries mean okay so setting those financial boundaries means every month you know depending on how much you make you set your own um uh, lending pot so let's call it a lending pot so your lending pot is where you're going to set aside let's say a thousand dollars in that lending pot and the lending pot is only used for those family members who need to borrow money from you so you're going to lend them some money you know you're going to give them some money like I said some people you know will pay back and some people won't 
but you have a thousand dollars and that is for everyone that you think will ask you for money okay so cousin call you auntie call you brother call you grandma call you um sister-in-law call you whomever who knows whatever your sister call you you know whoever call you nephew call you whoever can i borrow blah 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 right so you have this amount of money and after that thousand dollars is up it's all gone let's say somebody pay you back okay it's still in there you still have the funds but let's say it's all gone because let's say in that time frame nobody has paid you back because maybe they said i'll pay you back next month or whatever the case may be but anyway all the money is gone somebody picks up the phone calls you and says hey i need to borrow unfortunately i'm sorry i don't have it i can't help you boom simple as that because that's your boundary that's the limit that you have if your limit is five hundred dollars two hundred dollars it doesn't have to be a thousand like i said it's a pun it just it depends on what you're able to say if i lend it if i lend a thousand dollars i'll still be okay so your pot may look like 150 i mean you know yours may look like 500 300 whatever the case may be but that's your boundary if anyone gets upset about it, if anyone, you know, because you may be giving more money, you may have been known for giving a lot of money at some point. But now you have to establish those boundaries. It's like, well, no, I only have this amount because at the end of the day, what if you had an emergency? Let's just stop and think about it. What if you had an emergency? Where is the money that you're lending out or giving away? Where is that coming from? So is it coming from your children's college fund? Is it coming from your vacation time? You know, your vacation at the end of the year. Is that coming from um, your self-care time? Is it coming from your future children, your future wedding or whatever the case may be is it coming from your birthday bash that you wanted to plan where is it coming from these are the things you have to you have to think about you really have to sit down with yourself to set those boundaries for you um so that's financial boundaries so emotional boundaries you want to set emotional boundaries as well how much of certain people are you going to take into your life when it comes to those toxic friends so i told you about the top i was talking a little bit about the toxic people and who do you want to go to your self-care days with um many of us have toxic people in our lives we have people that really drag us down really takes so much from us you have to know how to identify those people and how to set boundaries for those people how often are they around you and do you want them permanently there unfortunately these are the questions that we have to ask ourselves because those are the moments where we're like oh shoot i gotta get rid of them well yeah you do so 
what types of people do you want around you? What are the barriers that are you going to have around yourself to, to just protect you, to protect who you are? That's that selfish moment again. I mean, I don't even like to call it selfish, but it is what it is because I feel like you're looking out for you. It's not really selfish. You're looking out for you. I mean, because nobody else is, so you're looking out for you. So set those boundaries for every area of your life. Spiritual, what type of people do you want around you? Um, you know, who you have praying for you, who you have prophesying and all this kind of stuff. What boundaries do you have for yourself in your spiritual Every area of your life, the boundaries that you have set. And I'm not saying build walls. I'm saying boundaries. Like who who is supposed to be around you? Because this is your health. Because when you have people draining you, it takes away from your health. That's where that stress comes from. The anxiety comes from. The eating habits come from. set boundaries who's able to come into your home set boundaries for who can come into your home not everybody can be coming to your home your home is your sanctuary your home is a place where you find peace so not every person should be coming to your home so when you have game night when you have girls night be mindful of who you have in your home number seven the last principle is spiritual rejuvenation. A lot of people like to call it revival, however you want to put it. You want to call it a revival or rejuvenation, hallelujah, whatever it is. But revive yourself spiritually and it should be daily. That is a daily process of reviving yourself. It's every day you revive yourself because sometimes at the end of the day, you feel just drained. And it's not just physically. It's also spiritually because you're like, God, I can't believe I'm still on this job. Oh, my gosh. I can't deal with these people. They get on my nerves. Oh my gosh. So how do you revive yourself spiritually? That's praying in the morning before work, praying on the way to work, praying while you're at work. Listen, it involves a whole lot of praying. Um, When you come home from work, pray. When I come home from work, I started adding this into my routine the last, uh, for the last couple of months. I actually take the time and I kneel and I pray and I just thank God for bringing me home safely and I thank God for the day and then I just sit and I I just sit and I'm just like God thank you and um, depending on what happened at work I'm like God help me in this situation you know Whatever it may be, sometimes it's a rebuke. God will rebuke me for maybe something I did or something I said. And so I have to take that. I have to own I have to own up to that because sometimes I'm not always in the right. And I got to, you know, I'm like, dang, man, you're right. Let me go back to this person and say, I apologize or whatever the case may be. Let me be a better person. 
as Christians, we are dying, dying daily anyway. Our flesh is dying daily. It's something we, every day we, we, we need to repent. It's, we have a repentive heart every single day, every moment. God, forgive me. Just forgive me. Um, but spiritual rejuvenation, we have to pray. It's we're seeking God daily. We are asking God to revive our lives, revive my mind. Revive my relationship with you. Revive it, God. Show me what you want me to do. I don't want to be what I want to be, you know. Like, I don't want to be control. I'm not trying to take control. I need you to take control. Let him lead you. Because when he leads you, you're going to be on the right path. The path won't be easy. It's not going to be like, boom, there you go. Bam, you made it. No, but you know you're on the right path because you start seeing things that happen. You know, maybe people are dropping out of your life or you're starting to see people for who they are and you know who you need to cut off and um, you start setting the boundaries for yourself and you start working on you all of that that's that rejuvenation that's what god is doing in your lives when you become when you become revived spiritually sometimes we die off sometimes we forget we get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of life that we forget to pray we forget to read the scripture we forget these things but we can't we can't do that and then you start but when you when you start forgetting that's when you start seeing things everything's just starts going chaotic in your life crazy stuff start happening and you're like what but we should be focused on christ first and foremost at all times so some tips that i have that i've that i've done and that I'm doing for myself is that so I'll I have um, index cards and I'll write a scripture on it like so I have like a um I have about I have a few of them actually and so each week I will read that scripture I kind of fell off I'm not gonna lie and guess what my life it's just been crazy so it's something that I have to remind myself and do daily. But I have a um, those index cards and I'll use a scripture a week. I'll meditate on that scripture every week. That'll be my meditational scripture for the week. And that's fine. That's it. That'll be my meditational scripture. You know, um, I may listen to worship music. There's time where I will listen to one worship song because it's on my heart it's like that's where god is dealing with me at so that song is for me for either that day that week that month two months three months how much how much ever long for me to go through that that season that that part that portion of my life whatever it may be maybe god needs to answer a question or i'm i'm seeking something i need to be revived in some area i don't know what it is but i'm listening to that worship song until my breakthrough until i get my breakthrough but that's what i do you know of course download the bible app onto your phone you know do a devotional like they have those devotional challenges where you have a devotion a day do that 
because I know a lot of times it's kind of hard to lug around books into your bag and stuff like that but that's what the apps are for utilize those apps utilize utilize that stuff you know clean up your Instagram all your social media and you know only follow people that inspire you only follow people that have um information that helps you sometimes you gotta unfollow family shoot whatever unfollow them do what you need to do to help revive you whatever it is I've cleaned up my social media I'm really not even on Facebook really that much but I've cleaned it up a little bit um my friend has done the same thing I talked to her about it and she started she just started wiping out her Facebook <laughs> and she like so I'm on the phone with her one night and I'm like girl what you doing and she like girl I'm getting rid of people on Facebook I said you still getting rid of people on Facebook she's like yeah I had to take a break the last time I'm like geez you got too many friends <laughs> or not <laughs> but um yeah clean up your social media I clean up my Instagram maybe once in a while because there'll be some things that I'm just not into and then I'm like it's like God is not really that's not something that's on my heart anymore or you know these people are you know it's just not too much like I don't like vulgar stuff so I don't I can't have these people on my feed all the time I just can't I, I can't I can't even watch it I can't look at it so I just get rid of it and it's like certain like my business Instagrams are totally different and so I'm trying to clean up my personal I'm cleaning up my personal Instagram as well. So I want to if I'm I want to, you know, watch funny people. I want to laugh, um, not vulgar, but I want to laugh. Um, I want to be inspired. So I'm going to follow people that post inspirational things, whether it be about their life or quotes or you know business women I want to see what's happening in my niche area you know I follow women in health I follow um different health sites fitness sites different things like that things that are going to better me and empower me to be a better me you know so revive yourself on a whole nother level God wants us at our best. He wants us at a certain place. Like we have a higher, he sets us, he, we have a higher, he puts us at a higher standard than the rest of the world. When you profess, when you are saved, you profess Christ into your life, you are set at a higher standard than everybody else. You have to, you, you walk a different way. You talk, you speak differently. You behave differently. Yes, again, we are not perfect. Nobody is in that. That's not what he's looking for us to be. But he reminds us. These are things sometimes he has to stop and reminds us of where he brought us from. We think about the time where we were jobless, homeless, um, searching for food had to use you know had to be on food stamps or um housing and if you're still on it God's gonna bring you out through that as well that job is on the way it's okay the job is on the way but sometimes he has to remind us of where he brought you from 
did he bring you out of abusive relationship? Did he bring you out of um, abusive friendship, an abusive ministry? Did he bring you out of, you know, whatever he brought you out of? Sometimes we forget. We get caught up in ourselves or we get caught up in life and we forget where he brought us from. So it brings me to a scripture in Amos, Amos 9 and 14. And I will bring my people, Israel, back from exile. They will rebuild the ruined cities and live in them. They will plant vineyards and drink their wine. They will make gardens and eat their fruit. So here Amos had to remind the Israelites of where God brought them from because they had forgot. They forgot. They became so complacent, you know, acting bougie and all disrespectful. And Amos was like, uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I think you forgot something. I think you forgot where God brought you from. You was all up in captivity by the Egyptians and our, um, he brought you out, right? And now you acting like you don't even know nobody no more? Let me remind you of what happened. And let me remind you of the promise that he made to you while he was bringing you out. While he was bringing you out. He made you a promise. That when you rebuild the ruined cities, you will live in them. You're going to plant vineyards and drink the wine. That you're going to make gardens and eat the fruit. Same thing for us. When you accept Christ into your life, I'm going to give you the kingdom. I'm going to, you're going to have added benefits. You are now adopted into, you are now my child. You are now, you now gain the rights to the kingdom. Now, how did you gain the rights to the kingdom? These are the things you need to follow. These are the things you need to do. I know it may like be like, well, what does that mean to have to do with health? It has everything to do with health. The Lord didn't tell you to sit around in a gluttonous way. No, because isn't that a sin? Gluttony. Hello. And that's in so many different ways. I ain't even finna listen. I ain't gonna lie. You know, you have little gluttonous moments, but he has brought us from so many different things we are held at a standard above all else and we have to take care of ourselves in that process the look god gave doctors yes god is a healer among all but we have common sense and we have to use our common sense go to the doctor take the medication yes god can heal take the medication but take faith without works is dead how you gonna have faith and god gonna take me off this medication and you still eating a cheeseburger makes no sense self-care take care of yourself change your lifestyle be fit jesus set boundaries you set boundaries Love on God. Love on Him. 
as you love on him, you gain a greater respect for, for yourself. You gain a greater respect for who you are as a person and who you are in God. You grow on so on a on a on a greater level, and I'm talking to myself as I'm talking to you because there are areas in my life that I need to grow, and it's it's like it's hard, but at the same time you got to keep pressing, press toward the mark. Got to keep pressing. We got to keep it pushing, and we got to hold each other accountable on everything. If you have a friend in your life. Be that accountability accountability partner for her. Heck, if you see me slipping, DM me. Be like, sis, where my podcast at? Sis, where my video at? Sis, this, 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 whatever the case may be. Hey, what you doing, sis? You know, let your girl know. Be like, sis, we need you to, um, uh, ma'am, we need more content, ma'am, um, Hello. Don't be gloomy. No gloom and doom here. No, no, no. Praying for you, sis. We got to hold each other accountable, you know. You know, get a workout partner, whatever the case may be. You know, find something, do something. But all else, take care of you. Put you first. God first, then you. God first. God first, then you. <laughs> But definitely take care of those, you know, um, think about those seven principles, memorize them, write them down, write them down. Number one, doctor's appointment. Number two, um, taking your medication as directed and if possible, planning to get off those medications. OK, number three, self-care. Number four, diet slash lifestyle. Number five, fitness. Number six, setting boundaries. And number seven, spiritual rejuvenation or spiritual revival that is it for this episode or this uh yes this second episode health series number two seven principles of a healthy you ladies be healthy okay well that's all for today Thank you for tuning in to Her Kit Knowledge and Transformation Podcast. Hope you enjoyed and learned something to help you transform into the woman God has called you to be. For more information about me, visit my website, ladybeempowerment.com. Follow me on Instagram at ladybeempowerment and at millennial and menopause. Until next time, lady be blessed, bold, and beautiful.